This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes. Yes. Welcome in. It's QFTA. We're in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. That's Action Jackson, fresh off of his trip to Las Vegas. Hello. Hello again, everybody. Hello again, everybody. Uh, Thank you to James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency for his sponsorship of the podcast. Uh, Thank you to Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling for his sponsorship of the podcast. Thank you to Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast, and everybody at Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota for their sponsorship of the podcast. And thank you to Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies and everybody at Evergreen Wealth Strategies for their sponsorship of the podcast online at evergreenstl.com. And, uh, of course, the HomeLoanExpert.com, Ryan Kelly. That's who makes this podcast possible. Jackson, tell me something that I don't know. Something that you don't know. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. Is I am still in absolute awe coming off the heels of my Vegas trip. And this was my first time in Vegas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still in awe of them shutting down one side of Las Vegas Boulevard to yeah. repave it for that F1 race. No, yeah. I, I first of all I didn't know that they were racing down the strip. That's crazy. It sounds pretty awesome to be honest with you. But repaving so all northbound and southbound traffic on Las Vegas Boulevard was in one side of the street on a Thursday night. That's unreal to me. That's that is un. That legitimately, that's unreal to me. And I. Most likely, if I were out there dealing with that, I would be irritated because right. I usually stay. You stay downtown at Cirque. I usually stay on the Strip, right. and I can't imagine what traffic was like. Oh, it was, I, I can't imagine. It was like waiting at a light for twenty-five minutes. And is it going to be like that, like for Labor Day weekend? I don't know how it's going because I don't know if they're just doing it at night. This was a Thursday night, and the, our Uber driver was like, "Yeah, this past couple of weeks, it's been brutal on Las Vegas Boulevard." And I would think that they would do that during the weekday nights and not the weekend nights because I can't imagine what that's going to be like on a Saturday night, like the first, like Labor Day weekend, you're right, this upcoming weekend. Like Saturday, yeah. if they were to shut that down, you'd just be having no traffic in and out of the strip. Right. I, it, it, so when you told me that, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember my Uber driver telling me that. And I was thinking to myself, that's going to be incredible. But I didn't realize they were doing it in preparation for the right. thing, much less than they, when they have the F1 race. Uh, hey, welcome back. Uh, I put this on the TMA fan page. I hadn't posted on the TMA fan page for QFTA in a long time. We had built up a nice surplus of QFTAs in my email, and I still have a nice surplus because I got through the ones from August that I wanted to use uh, in my QFTA file, but that means I still have other ones here, and I still have a couple. of This guy sent a how-to-piss-me-off one. I'll read it. It didn't work, but I'll read it. I still think it can be done. I'm offering $100. $150! I just dumped it again! Wow, this guy. Expert negotiator. 
Absolutely. <laughs> who's, who's negotiating with you? No one, but I'm still up in the offer. It's how you get Wilson Contreras for five years. Yep. Uh, yeah, Team current at Inside STL.com, or just erotic stories, but those don't get $150. You just get to share your lust with us. Good morning, Tim. The short answer is I don't think there is anything I could say to you that would actually piss you off. The reason being... I'm not someone you know or respect, and so anything I would say, you could easily brush off. It's interesting. He kind of might. He might have summarized it. I don't know. I don't know. There needs to be a like Doug. I can tell is confused by this whole mission of trying to. <laughs> but it's more about my own self-examination, and if I've gotten to this point where not that I've got Doug Vaughn Nirvana, but that. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's that, kind of a Nirvana litmus test. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it's also almost sociopathic. Hmm. Sometimes Nirvana. What pisses, like, the, when do you get pissed off by something? Um, from like from from like the audience. From the audience standpoint. Because yeah. that's what we're doing with this. Uh, I really hate when people like like build on something that they don't know about. Like they're like. Uh, so that's where I was like five like, years ago. Right, like taking like dumb like like easy shots like. I, I saw a lot of it when I was in Vegas. It took a lot. I was just it took a lot of me. You were in Las Vegas with no women. Well, that and then this like took a lot of me being like closing the phone, not look you. at look it. At you. Look like at you. people are like, they take shots and think that they're like, oh, I'm gonna get this one like on the fan page and that's gonna be great and it might you know hurt Jackson's self esteem. But who gives a damn because I got my two likes on this little comment and if he were to respond, it's uh, what are you doing, man? Like right. you can't punch down, but like you can talk shit on my wristbands of two of my close friends who passed away when I was I a senior really in high school wristbands. and a senior in college, but, like, you got your little joke off. Like There was jokes about your wristbands? Someone was like, I bet he's not getting laid because he wears those rubber wristbands. Mm. Not, and I get that they're not doing it with malice, but, again, you're taking shots on things you don't know. These are two of my close friends who passed away when I was in high school and in college, and they mean a lot to me. I never take them off. And so, like, that kind of shit, it's just, like, be better, here, what I would say. Here is a... Uh... This is not, imagine this, we're going to get sidetracked. <laughs> but what I have come to realize, because I am one, I probably am more guilty than anybody on, if you want to use TMA social media, fan page, Instagram, YouTube, whatever, texts. Right. Um, because we have the platform. What I have discovered is that people, and I include myself in this because I'm certain I am guilty of it. So this is not me on the moral high ground at all. If anything, I think I maybe and probably am just because of the platform we have, which therefore by default you would be as well, although I have more years of doing it, so uh, a larger quantity. When it's somebody you're talking about who is perceived to be in the public eye, and I guess we are, but we're in such a sliver of the public eye, right. uh, then it is, and then you're talking with other people who know of these people in the public eye. And I'll draw an analogy that's much bigger than TMA. Then it is almost subconsciously, I think, acceptable to treat those people in online or social media comments as if they're not human beings. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm communicating this thought effectively. Um, and... And, and so to, to use an example of how I have done it, I'm sure I've done I'm sure like especially early in my career, like the early years, morning grind, the stuff that I'm embarrassed by, uh, that it, I did it, you know, 
much more than I do it now because I think I'm way more aware and I don't know why. I'm sure some of that just comes with age. I think a lot of it comes with now having been on the receiving end of it, so you're conscious of it. I think just in general, once you have children, you look at the world a different way. But with that all said, like re- to use recent examples, like John Mazalak, for example, who is somebody I know. Mm-hmm. I have, I don't know if I've like gone to lunch or dinner with him, but I certainly, you know, have known him for a long time. I remember he let me know about, uh, right? I guess I got a tip off on the Cardinals trading for Will Clark. I mean, that that's like that's a guy who was playing baseball eleven years you were before you were born. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals got him in two thousand. And, you know, like we would, I mean, he gives me more shit than I give him, but we would give each other shit, you know, and, and have a, a, a good relationship. And then I'll find myself, and I'm not even, th- but I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not like I'm conscious, like, yeah, was, you know, I'm observing and being critical, but it's professional criticism. Right. But I'm sure, and I think he does listen to some stuff, if he were to hear me, I think he'd be like, what the, you know, yeah. what the fuck? Right. And I know I'm not being personal. But that's an example. I mean, here's a guy who, you know, I may not think much of the job that the organization has done, and I think it. I think somehow John Mazzano, somehow I've got my reason for my theory as to why, I think because it's the way he talks and the way he dresses that is unrelatable to the vast majority of St. Louisans, uh, that he is looked at as the face of the problem, uh, more so than the guy who actually owns the business, which is a phenomenon to me but either way neither neither here nor there um that that is that is how it works for a show as because iggy iggy and plowboy i think yeah it was you were in las vegas and doug actually so i was getting ready to head down the hall to do balloon party and i don't even know what it was and i think iggy said something um and i go it's kind of the cost of doing business and it's better to have people you know writing this kind of crap than not even paying attention you know is as weird as it sounds no you're right you want you don't seek it right that's the key but when you get there you realize you don't want to be the guy everybody likes as weird as it sounds now i want to make it clear when i say it over and over again you don't go into it because i well i mean maybe some people are playing characters so to speak but you don't you don't want to if you are liked by everybody, odds are you're not really doing well. Unless you are, you get to kind of like the elder statesman role of, well, you know, like the sweet spot of being in your 60s, so to speak. Right. Where right. you're not like how people now treat Lee Corso. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you got to get him off the set. Or, you know, I guess Doug was saying he listened to Brett Musburger calling a Raiders game. And he goes, it was rough. And I guess he was 84, which I didn't realize he was that old. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the sweet spot, he's been in the market for a super long time and we just hold in and we'll giving standing ovations just essentially for the fact that he's still with us, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, which is really kind of what happens. If, if you are in the opinion business, you are going to have people hate you. Yeah. Now they don't hate you because they don't know you, but they hate you and in what you, they think you represent. And then also in their bubble, when they're talking about you, uh, or your show, or your newspaper, or your blog, or your podcast, or whatever thing it is, that is where it will feed on itself, and that is the nature of the beast. Like, as a Power Mizzou reader, I see, like, how Gabe deals with... It's very, like... 
I don't even know. It's not even me on the TMA fan page. It's a different deal because I'm not really active on the TMA fan page. But um, like how the like just like talk shit on Gabe, and I'm like, he's the guy who's the, you know. But I'm like that. that this is the, everybody's. If you have this right. is this is this is the way that it works. Yeah, especially on a message board. A message anonymous. board, yeah. If you, if you in your in Twitter comments for somebody who isn't necessarily going to interact, but like a shows, right. it's, just, it's just what it's just what goes on. Right. And for every one person who sits in like our kind of chair of being on this side of it, there are what a thousand or yeah. ten thousand people who are on the other. I'm not talking about the TMA audience. I'm just talking about ever experiencing what it's like to have other people talk about you like they know you. Right. Right. That's the key. And that they that they can talk to you like that when in reality, in person, they would never interact with you like that. Not right. because we're big, tough guys, but it's just not how people, no. of at least functioning in humanity, conduct themselves. Mm -hmm. But also, at the moment, people functioning in humanity will say shit on social media or, I guess, a message board for the those that exist. And it's, it's actually, quote-unquote, normal behavior. Right. I don't know if I got my point across effectively, but what I'm saying is, is yeah, it, it's the, it's, it's the deal. Right. I don't know if it's talked about now at the University of Missouri Journalism School that this is what you're signing up for, because honestly, most of the professors probably never experienced it, because if they did, they wouldn't be teaching at the University of Missouri Journalism School, which sounds strange, but if you got to a point where you get it, Odds are you've done okay financially, right. and so that is kind of the the path that you're on. And then you would be coming back, and you wouldn't necessarily be in the crosshairs of the toxicity. Did I make any sense at all? I see what you're saying in the sense that, like, because we're in this space and people do feel that familiarity, even though they don't know you personally... You know, there is this sense of like online, especially with another a, a group of people who also share that knowledge of the people from a professional standpoint or listen to them like a show. They feel they can kind of talk and, and, and say all this stuff, not realizing maybe or maybe not even doing it intentionally, but that the people read that and are like, hey, like that is something. Oh, that it's is psychologically devastating yeah extremely it's taxing it's, it's psychologically devastating and i think again the 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 evolution of it just because so, again i recognize i am talking right now to you know i would guess damn near everybody listening to this hasn't sat in this chair just like i haven't sat in anybody who's listening to this their their employments to have any way to relate to what they right. experience but when you first deal with it at least I can only speak for myself. I, I feel like you were way more mature with it than I was, but maybe that also comes with being 20 years younger. Because, uh, I mean, the first time I dealt with it was the year you were born. Mm -hmm. it, it, wrecks, it wrecked my weekend the first time I had it happen, and then you're hypersensitive to it it's still. Right. And then it's like, okay, then my policy kind of became, okay, I'm going to read crap that's made up about me i don't even know if it's made up like people believe and you just kind of go quite oh, whatever and even if i try to say that's not true it doesn't matter because so people are so convinced that it's true or i'll read crap about people i work with that's not you know or that's uh, a shot and it's like you can't go policing each one of them because then you'll be spending all your day exactly. trying to put out fires yeah. so my, my policy will be if i see something that i know is not true involving me or someone i work with or the show 
I will correct the record. And then I found even when I do that, it didn't matter. So now it's just like, yeah, I just now my evolution is, or you could say regression. I don't know how you would view it. I consider it an evolution. The sad one, though, is what I talk about, like Doug Vaughn Nirvana, which is, yeah, you just don't just, you know, like Doug, I don't know if you were in Las Vegas last week when Iggy was, oh, yeah, well, it had to be because it was at the end of the week when he cited some guy on the fan page who posted something. And I'm just like, I've, I've said to him before with a different situation, I can't. You can you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Right. I'm just telling you, what what did you accomplish by doing that? Outside of you just gave this guy the validation he wanted by acknowledging him. Right. It's like who and who the fuck cares? No one who signs your check here gives a damn. Right. And no one who you work with gives a damn. So it's just like you can't. Now in a way, it's it, I. I don't even know if I say it sucks because it truly is way more peaceful to not fucking care. Right. But I would say it's sad, and I'm sure some of you listening, I guess some of you listening, I don't know, because I can only relate to being on this side of it, think we may be exaggerating it or that or overblowing single incidents. It's just, it's just not it. It's, it just kind of it comes with the territory. It's the cost of doing business, and if you presented me with the option of, okay, I can be in the TMA or the balloon party or the Tim McKernan show audience and being one of the people, and I want to include, and being one of the people who sends in, like, the stuff, making fun of your bracelets or whatever the hell they were saying about whatever they were saying about you in Las Vegas. Uh, or you can be in the chair, right. and those are your choices. It's one or the other. I'm taking being in the arena all day long. Agreed. You know? Agreed. So... That so again, it goes back to it's the cost of doing business. It's the cost of doing business. I don't know if that, it, it comes with the territory, whatever cliche you would want to say. And I don't know. It's interesting, you know. Now, kind of having been around, I can recall the Cardinal Fantasy Camp that I played in, and those were a lot of guys who I covered when I was doing television, and so I knew a lot of them. And a few different times, it was funny how like I'd be hanging around with like another of the Fantasy Campers. And the fantasy campers would say, oh, you guys know each other, whatever. And then, different, I mean, for real, a few different guys. Yeah, he doesn't want to interview me anymore. How come you don't want to talk to me anymore? You know, it's like they hated being bothered for interviews right. in the, when they were doing it. Yeah. And now it's almost like they look back on with nostalgia right. the fact that we wanted to talk to him. And so I am attempting to have some presence, as weird as it is, to appreciate the hatred to appreciate the hatred because it conveys relevance. Yeah. Uh, you like to cite Robert Sala of the New York Jets, and you've done it a multiple times. Yeah, just, if you ain't got no spill. haters, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Right. And I haven't necessarily, because I don't, I, it's like the, like I think one of the most inaccurate cliches is there's no such thing as bad publicity. I just completely disagree with that. I, think it's just, I can provide some evidence to the oh contrary. God, I can absolutely do it myself. It's just not an accurate from my standpoint, it's not an accurate, uh, but I, I do look at our industry and having an idea of ballpark financials on the people who are doing the quote unquote best, mm -hmm. they got motherfuckers who absolutely hate them. Yeah. It's just, it's just the deal. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about in St. Louis. I'm not even thinking about national or new york or it's it just it's the deal i mean take your pick of whomever is one president 
going back to I don't even know when, you know, right. millions and millions voted against them, and in some cases more people voted against them than for <laughs> them. Right, 100%. And so it's it's just it's just, it comes to the territory. But I also know that if you haven't experienced it, it's it's so difficult to attempt to relay it to allow somebody who hasn't experienced it to understand it, to really get, because I'm sure people who haven't experienced it go, it's got to bother you. And it did at one point. Now it's just like, it's just like, yeah, this is, this is, this is how I feed my family. Right. And this is the deal. And it's just all white noise. And if it ever gets serious, then you handle it, but you handle it off the air. Right. And that has happened. And that's another reason why, by the way, you don't handle it on the air, in right. my opinion. Uh, and and so when those handful of times have come up over the years, that's how, you know, we've handled it. But otherwise, it's just like, okay, it comes with the territory. I, I, I just, you know, it, but it's not. It's certainly not limited to TMA. I, feel, I, don't, I don't know where the worst, the worst sector of it is. I feel like college football has to be live. Mm-hmm. I really do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think it's like for our little world. I mean, I guess for our, you know, pound for pound, right. perhaps. Sure. But, uh, you know, I mean, we're a sliver of a sliver in the 23rd market in the country. You know, let's keep our eye on the ball as far as perspective goes. But, uh, and also our value. But like a college football coach or a college football player, especially before they were making any money. Quarterback, especially. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it's just like it's accepted. And I can't – there was something where people were doing something to somebody on social media. And like shit – oh, yeah. DJ Liddell. Uh, Ohio State guy who was from Belleville. No, I mean, West. that's certainly possible. I did – you know, I'm not all over this stuff. But I just saw it here within the last few weeks, actually. I'm not going to go into what it was. And I'm going, well, I mean, this is this – is, the guy's wife and you're bringing like that like there's just kind of an unspoken like you leave the families out of it right you can shit on me all day long it's just like i said cost you but it's fine but now you're bringing in this kind of like random guy's wife i mean so and like people are like thinking it's hilarious i'm going that's the thing is the echo chambers there too right that's that that's exactly right because it's a bubble right and so in the bubble now you take this and then you go into normal society i had a situation i I think I've talked about it before. Maybe I haven't. I have no fucking idea. But it totally speaks to it, and this happened a while ago. I mean, something that, you know, on the outside looking in, I think people probably think I'm making it up. Um, and it was so, you, you, you know, just holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person was, uh, the person who wrote it I guess one of his superiors saw it, and when he was called in asking about to be asked about, it, he goes, "Well, everybody else was writing," and that was just <laughs> it was like a grown man. Yeah, that's just and you just go, it's just, and so anyway, why are we even on this? Oh, the piss off! Oh, why I don't get pissed off? Right. This is why. So again, is it an evolution? I don't. I don't really think so. I, for 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 being able to function, it is mm-hmm. like Iggy comes in and somebody sent him and somebody really did because he showed me that it was sent to him to try to prove that he doesn't have a burner on the TMA fan page on Facebook, and he did show me who sent it to him and showed me the screenshot, whatever. But this, what this guy wrote, and I'm just like, it sucks that you know, 
Like, I love for you as a person I like and respect that at 25, I see how mature you are with this stuff already. That makes me really happy. I don't know if breaks my heart is the right word, but it makes me sad that Iggy at 66 or whatever he is, is, you know, it's something that he saved and he was waiting and he didn't talk for the first hour of the show, I guess. I don't know if you remember that. You were oh, like, okay. Yeah. And then he, like, we came back and then somebody, a million people sent in a text. Yeah. But we were talking with you in Las Vegas, so it would have been apropos of nothing to, to read the text. But so many came in. I said, hey, but Iggy, people are wondering why you're not talking. He goes, well, it just so happens. And then he starts reading this fan page post. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. If you would have asked me before her show, I would have said, don't. And I guarantee you, if Doug were sitting in here, too, he would have said, do not, under any circumstances, read that. Right. What are you doing? It gives credence to something that doesn't deserve and it. And it's just like, you know, scheme of things. But it, but it just kind of shows. That's why I said, I view it as Doug Vaughn Nirvana. And I guess I'm more, I don't know what the right word, calloused, I guess, would be the better than you are. Right. You but I so. also have 20-plus years in this business, and I've been in a different spot than you have. But it's great if you stay in the business that you, not because you don't, you, I have an incredible appreciation for what we have. I mean, how can you not? Absolutely. Like gratitude for, like, getting to do this. Mm-hmm. So that's the positive in your pros and cons list. The negative is sometimes you will deal with a 0.01% of the audience that can cause problems or write shit that, you know, if you cared, can be negative. But otherwise, it's just like, yeah, okay, great. You know, I'm going to go spend time with my family, and I'm going to go, you know, do this for a living. Great, you know, whatever. I shot 80 last week, and i got to get better. That's that's my my mindset in the world. It's really funny that you bring this up because Cajun O-Town – when we were out in Las Vegas. Ah, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of getting his baptism. So he asked me, he was like, how long or, like, what's the process that you felt of getting callous, to use the word callous, to some of this shit? And I was like, ultimately, you really don't ever get there. It's human nature to see someone criticize you and then get upset by it. Like that's, I think you do get there. That's I'm going to disagree. Okay. I th- right. I, like, I think Doug is there. Yeah. Like, I jokingly call it Doug Von Nirvana. And I also say that because I don't think there are too many people who are there. Right. Doug is such a unique personality, both talent-wise, co-worker-wise. I mean, he also, and he would be the first one to say it. I think he did. I think you actually talked about it on the air. Like, I sit there and I look at my ambition and I go, I wish I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at his happiness, happiness isn't the right word, contentment. Right. And goes, I wish I would have had ambition because I probably left a lot of opportunities on the table because I didn't have it. So we're kind of this, you know, yin and yang. Yeah, in a, in a way, because so he's always been able to, you know, whoever's in my role as the perceived boss and the point guy is the guy who's going to get the. You can't. You can't. Like it's not going to be love. a shot without without you being mentioned, essentially. Right, but you're not. Gonna, that that's not the guy who gets the love. Right. The love guy, like on the Howard Stern show, for example, was Artie yeah. back in the day. Yep. But, of course, the show can't go without Howard. Right. So it's it's the nature of the beast. But the show also can't go without Robin, mm-hmm. you know? Right. But it's called the Howard Stern show. And that's why when it's been like, I'll oh, call it the Tim McCurry mm-hmm. I'm like, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. Right. I, the podcast, and the podcast was me doing interviews. Initially, it's still the Tim McCurry show, even though it's me and you now. Uh, and so Doug is in a spot where he, 
isn't perceived as being responsible for things, which is something that I guess I'm just now, I'm also at a point now. I'm just like, yeah, I, I'll <laughs> continue to say I'm not the fucking boss, but it didn't. It, 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 I mean, it's been falls on deaf ears. It, yeah, I mean, it's been truly since September of 2016 when I had any power. Yeah. You know, when I started college, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just doesn't matter. So I, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm the boss. I'm whatever sounds good to you guys. It, it, right. it doesn't matter. It's fine because you know the people in the room know I'm not the boss. The people at Hubbard certainly know I'm not the boss. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine if I walked into Kioski's office and go, "Hey, <laughs> I got something yeah, for you here." I'm running things around yeah. here. Uh, but uh, that, that's that's. It is possible. I think it's very rare. I think you can go into your you can go into your seventies or eighties and still be right. caught up in it. So Doug is in that spot. So I do believe it's there, but I also think you kinda also have to have certain personality traits. Right. You know? Yeah. But I find myself, which is why I ask for I'm like, okay, this is like a litmus yeah, it is a litmus test of can I get pissed off? And I absolutely can get pissed off. I'm talking about like this th- th- that sentence the person wrote. The reason being, I'm not someone you know or respect, and so anything I would say, you could easily brush off. And I go, God, fuck that. He essentially just answered why I haven't gotten anything yet, because coming from people you don't know, right? But like, if but I don't even I'm trying like how you and I interact, or me and Iggy interact, or me and Plowboy interact, or me and Doug interact. Like I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I. I that's why, but then I go, I'm not, that's why I'm saying it's not necessarily an evolution. In a way, it's showing a lack of emotion, which I think is truly an unrelatable thing. I think more people like when somebody gets really worked up and screams. That's why the people send in stuff to bait them, essentially. Yeah, or a, a talk show host who screams, which certainly is, and this isn't new. I mean, this is, this is the Stephen A. Smith, Dan Orlovsky, Take Smith stuff. That's what is going to get the, yeah. you know, $10 million deal right. more so than, yeah, I can see that. But, I mean, we don't know. And so if we don't know, then, it you know, it could be this. Yeah. And I just talk in that, you know, there's inflection, but I'm not screaming mm-hmm. or, you know, walking around with a, you know, New York Giants football helmet on because the Cowboys lost, you know, in front of Cowboys fans, you know, whatever little. <laughs> but I, because I am, I am stimulated by just standard conversation. I am turned off by sketches and bits. Right. You know. Performance art. Yes. Yeah. So I want to have an honest conversation. It's like uh, when we talk about, the, like, you've never been into the strip bars. Mm-mm. Okay. And I'll tie this together. Trust me. Once, for whatever reason, now it took, you know, into my 30s to realize, oh, they're not really into this. <laughs> I was out. Right. Now, I should have realized that, I, you know, maybe like at 18, <laughs> but it took into my 30s. And then I'm just like, what in the fuck were we doing? We. What the fuck was I doing? <laughs> going to the strip bars all the time because I want it to be real. Right. Like, even if it is sapphic, if it's a sapphic for hire, it's not really what right. you want gets, I want organic, it to be real. 100%. Organic like, I want you to be really into each other, and I'm just a fly on the wall over here right. who happens to be spending hundreds of dollars for it and not understanding that there is a transaction right. going on Right, here. that's a donation, though. Yes, yeah, that's a write-off when I get it to my accountant. Right. All right, I'll read the rest of this, and uh, away we go. The reason being, I'm not someone you know or respect, and uh, so anything I would say, you could easily brush off. I do think there is a way in which someone could piss you off, but it would have to be someone whose opinion matters to you. Generally speaking... There are two things that make most men angry, an accusation of lying or an accusation of cheating. I know you've mentioned that even when arguing with your wife, you don't get emotional. 
and I'm certain that she is someone whose opinion matters to you. My guess is that in these altercations, she rarely, if ever, accuses you of lying or cheating, and even if she did, I would hazard a guess that you know those comments wouldn't leave the room, so to speak. That is correct. Yeah, my sick now six-year-old, I don't know what the fuck he does. He grabs my phone and just takes pictures sometimes. And so there's a picture of me sitting on the couch watching, oh, the Lakers show, winning nice. time, and my laptop's open, and I'm texting with somebody, and my wife jokingly says, oh, I'd love to see who you were texting with. There I go, grab my phone and scroll through everything you want. It's going to be really disappointing. It's going to be <laughs> I said, feel free. I yeah. said, you think I'm going to give up half my money and, and yeah. you know, seeing my children on a regular basis so I could just go fuck somebody. If you think that's where I am at this point. It's, it's more just, about, like, what's the weather in Dublin for the under <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Notre Dame Navy. I said, be my guest. Take a look. You know, have, have at it. A lot of Ellerys yep. on the Instagram. Yep. But other than that, you know. Uh, I need to start an Ella Reese group <laughs> chat where guys can just send yeah, in good picks. That's where I'll be. Yeah. That's where you'll see. I mean, I'm the just closest thing you'll get. I'm just so, you know, I just it's like it's just I was, and that's and I got to tell you that's a that is also a great place to be. Now at 25, although you you you're so much more domesticated <laughs> than than I was at 25. I mean, I wasn't married at 25, but uh, yeah, just you're just at. Yeah, I'm just peace with it. Like the whole idea. Like I've got friends who are single, and it's it's again single at 45, so different. At least I would assume than being single at 25. Yeah, I would make that assumption as well. I mean the the number of fish in the pond, and everybody's kind of already bumped into the fish, so to speak. Right, it might be the fish's <laughs> second time in this pond, oh, maybe even third. Uh, just like, that's why. So, oh, wow. So if you're aware of that, it kind of, you know, and plus having been divorced and albeit kind of a smaller divorce situation, Mm -hmm. having done that, you kind of know a little bit, a little bit, as I've said before, if if you've been divorced, you know, and you have children and were married for a long time, that your your divorce was definitely not my divorce being married for four years with no children. I understand that, but I still got enough of a peak to uh, to understand. Oh, that's not something I'm looking for. So, therefore, I don't care who Ella Reese, if Ella Reese said, I'm in St. Louis and I want to fuck and I need to fuck you. I feel like that text alone is all you would need and you wouldn't need a meetup. I wonder, like, I mean, this is so just ridiculous, but just to, like, try to get myself in the... I think I would ask Anna Marie if it's all right. I think that's what I think that's what I would. That's do. communication. I really do, and she would be like, "There's no way." <laughs> like it's a bot, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those listeners who wants to kill you. Yeah, you know, 100%. this is—they're baiting you in to the hotel yeah. room. <laughs> Hook line sinker. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that—that's—that's that's my mindset now, as opposed to you know. God, I wonder if I could bang her on the side and you know get away with it. It's just like you just—it's just not even. There. And I'm not saying, by the way, you get there automatically at a certain age. Mm-hmm. I think it comes with, you know, some scars, no doubt, so to speak. Uh, so the gentleman presents this. So here is the scenario that I believe could piss you off. You're playing golf at your country club with someone you respect and you win a decent chunk of money. The guy pays up after the round and everything seems chummy. A few days later, you're back at the course and hear through the grapevine that the person you beat was telling others that he saw you cheat. In this scenario, I suspect your initial response will be bewilderment followed by anger. You would have someone you respect spreading misinformation, calling your integrity into question, 
and it would possibly impact other people's willingness to play with you in the future. There's the hypothesis. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. Have a wonderful day. That comes from Dingle My Berries. Nice. Yeah, I mean, he's presenting a hypothesis. What I'm looking for is just a direct email, you know, this, 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 yeah. this. And I go, okay, yeah, I guess I can still be pissed off. Um, and I can't. I want to make it clear. I can be pissed off. And when I argue with my wife, for the most part, I'd like to think that I'm calm. Sometimes I'm just in a bitchy mood and it has nothing to do with my wife or family. But I'm in a bitchy mood, and then somebody, and it can most likely be somebody who's one or six, does something to <laughs> irritate me, not necessarily my wife. Right. But with that all said, I, it's not like I'm, you know, Taylor from Billions at all times. No. I want to make that no, clear. No, I don't think anybody yeah. is actually like that. Uh, but I do think, like, and Doug isn't necessarily Taylor, but he just doesn't give a shit. He's just like, yeah, block him. And I'm like, hey, but the guys who get blocked are the ones who tend to be the ones who, yeah. they really take it personally, and so blocking is a... And he goes, I don't care, block him. <laughs> That's why you mute. That's why you mute. You know, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, that was the Charlie Marlowe thing. He goes, I'm, he goes, I'm team mute all day. I'm team I don't look at all day. That's 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 actually, I think that's the best approach. I have a robust muting, but kind of what I was you talking know. about with KG No Town is like, when I said like you never really get used to it, I I I would say that you might not necessarily get used to it or like be okay with it. You just learn how to deal with it more effectively. Because yeah. the first time you see a negative comment, it's going to be human nature to fixate oh, it on that. It rocks your world. Right. It rocks your world. It right. absolutely does. I, th the, I think. I don't know. But again, oh, yeah. I look at me at 25 in whatever year that would have been, 2003, I guess. And you at 25 now. And I feel like we're totally different emotionally, maturity-wise. You know? Sure. But, I mean... Like, and I don't know if that comes with having been on social media all your life or we're just two different people. I don't know. I don't know. Probably a little both. But I would say that, like, I feel like I've advanced in how I handle that stuff even from the beginning of this year. Like, the beginning of this year, when we were out in Jamaica, like, the anxiety that I would feel when I knew that there was a video up of me, especially, like, a video, like, I was self-conscious about my body. There's no doubt about it. And, like... I didn't even want to look at the comments because I was so nervous that I was going to see something. Well, that's, but that's, I think, but see, I think that's, I, I get you're saying you're so nervous. I just think it's, it's just like, it doesn't matter. Like, what, what are you going to, right. like, and, you know, anytime there's an article written about me in the post dispatch, and I'll, I'll click on it to like, because I got to make sure, first off, you just have natural curiosity. Uh, it's, it's just human nature. But I also want to make sure that it's accurate sure. if it includes me or the show or any business I'm involved in. And then I'll always see there's, you know, X number of comments online. I'm just, I don't even, it, there isn't even the slightest temptation to read the comments. Why? Because, for one, it's not anybody I would ever fucking spend a moment of time with who's going to post on a comment section. But number two, there's not a chance in hell it's positive. So if you know that, like, why even fuck with it? I just, it's just like, okay. But, the, but I think that the counter to that would be just knowing it's out there in, its, in and of itself can be like, anxiety-inducing. Okay, just so that just that... kind of shows where you are in the book, and I'm on a different chapter. Sure. And the, the, the goal of the book is to get to Doug, Doug Vaughn Nirvana. Nirvana. Yes, absolutely. I, I, great. Because I, I know that there are places that are, like, not dedicated to me, but I am a focal point of... of yeah, criticism. Yeah, that criticism. It's not criticism. It's hatred. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not from people I know, um, but... It's it, and you just go okay. It is. It's just. It is. It's just there, and it's. So what do you do? You stop doing it now. If I guess I didn't make a nice living doing it, right? You know, then you go okay. Well, that's an easy. But you know, 
this is this is the cost of doing it. And I love doing the show mm-hmm. and the group we have and the people with whom we work at Hubbard and what it allows me to do as far as spending time with my family. And so again, it's like paying the mortgage. That's that's the cost. Right. So you just you just you like the house, okay, well then you have an obligation to pay the mortgage and that's how I view it. And once that that is how the equation works out in my mind. It's so just like, okay, gives a fuck, you know. Now, if somebody gets into a spot where they're making something up and knowingly doing so, and it has damage to my reputation, then we can we can handle that. But I wouldn't handle it on the show. I wouldn't handle it on social media. We'd handle it in the courtroom, and that's how we'd handle it. But uh, as far as the other stuff, it's just like, yeah, you know. Because the other part is, is this gentleman speaks to, the reason being I'm not someone you know or respect, and so anything I would say you could easily brush off. If you are in a spot where you are spending time talking to essentially strangers but who have a common interest, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking more college football than TMA, but certainly TMA would fall into that category, uh, I guess this goes on with 101 ESPN. Like they were, couldn't be more amused here at like a 101. I guess there's a 101. Is it a fan page or a Facebook page? And they know. just hate our show or hated our show. Oh, I don't really? know, which is why I made sure to lead with it. I signed an extension to keep it through 2024. <laughs> That's a little, <laughs> little nugget. Uh, well, last week you were in on that. Oh, yeah. the day, okay. It was a Monday or Tuesday. But I just, you know, I mean, I sign contracts, you know, on a regular basis. Right. And I don't ever really ever mention them unless it, like, materially impacts TMA. Right. You know, but in this case, I'm just like, hey, <laughs> hello, friends. Because yep. I know if the show would have gone away, even if it was my doing, as I've said before, yeah. it would have been, oh, they got fired, yes, because it wouldn't have matter what I would have said. Right. So, anyway, that they just hate the show. So I don't go and read because I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's just going to be a bunch of, I already, it's, you know what it is, and you just don't care. I so the fact that I know it exists doesn't give me a sliver of anxiety. That's a place where I want to I want to get to. Wow, that's interesting. So it's interesting for me to talk to you, knowing that you're there and I'm here. I didn't know that. It's just the idea of like, because I agree that like. In Do you th- read it? In theory, yeah. And so you read it still, okay? Yeah, but I, to me, that's 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 like the easy solution. But I also take if you would have told me that if like Brian Nooner, who was a sports director at KOMU, when I had my Kareem Rush report. That he was going to sign with Missouri, which was accurate. He just unfortunately said either Friday or Monday, and then I rushed to the anchor desk and say he's going to sign Friday, and don't include the or Monday. So for three days before he announced he was going to go to Missouri, Missouri fans were attacking me, which right. you know carries on now into 2023. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh my! And if you would have said, well, just don't read it. I, it would have been like the equivalent of me saying to my six-year-old, "Sticks and stones break." You know, yeah, right, right, right. It, 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 it wouldn't have mattered. Right. But that's that's where I am. Where it was like Doug is just like block him, <laughs> you know. And that's now I never want to get to block him land because I don't think Doug has experienced like the level of right. he knows about some of the shit that I've sure. dealt with, but he hasn't experienced it. So that's why he's block him. But I I share his it's just like he's just like yeah okay fuck it who cares right. that's essentially what it is right. And so I'm trying to find out if I've achieved the Doug Vaughn nirvana. So it's interesting because I really do have an admiration for your maturity on this stuff at 25 to hear that you do read it. I get, but I guess sometimes I guess I'll read it, but I it, it'll like it'll have to like unknowingly pop up, or I have to like be aware that I know it's a shot at me, you know. Sure. And I'll just be like, oh, you know. Yeah. 
Well, I'll say when I say I read it, I handle it a lot better now than I did. At but it still bothers you. Some of it. Some of like so like people out there being like, look at the pale boy or you know, Zappa. Time to do the push-ups. No, that's okay. Fine. Good. I don't give a shit. Right. It's when you start making fun of things like my family. But people really are making fun of your family. I mean, that to me, like again, that that take that's taking it to a world that's heritage. I would say. Oh, Judaism. Yeah. So really, people were bringing up like anti-Semitic shit. Well, yeah, because I'm sure off, and so I have my necklace, which has a star of David. Well, at the plenty bottom. of motherfuckers are wearing crucifixes and crosses. Yeah, right. It's an interesting dynamic, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, okay. So I guess you're <laughs> sharing my thought without saying it. Right. right. Yeah. And it's uh, right. Freedom yeah. of religion, as long as it's Christianity. Damn straight. And so like stuff like that, and like for the most, like 99.9 percent, like it's all good. Like I get it. And I, and anytime you put yourself out there, you got to deal with a little bit of it. Stuff like that. It's a little bit annoying. Okay, well, that's, 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 okay. I, 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 I that get can it. get, but other than that, like, as long as, if it's about me and it's, like, stuff that I talk about, like, totally cool. Um, but it's a lot of people, like, I always go back to this and you can say, like, you bring it up too much, but I think it's the greatest life lesson one can learn. It is be curious, not judgmental. Ted I think, Lasso. I think it's one of the wisest thing that there ever is. And so often when I see stuff that frustrates me, like, on comments or posts or anything like that, it's a prime example of people being judgmental and not curious. And I think if you were to live by the code of be curious, not judgmental, a lot more stuff would be better. And so when you think about it, when you think of someone being rushing to judgment as opposed to rushing to curiosity, you got to say that person is in the, their th- mindset is wrong. Therefore, I cannot take what they've said as 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 gospel because they and therefore are, it doesn't bother me no matter what the fuck it is that they're right and so when i work through that it does help okay. in a big in a major way yeah i think i think the answer is unfortunately it's something that it just you you, you can't show up and not care right it's some place you get from dealing with it for so much which which sounds i'm sure to a lot of people that sounds sad um but that's it and again, I'll take it. If you give me the choice of being the commenter, most of the time hiding behind an anonymous name, you know, who would be furious if you revealed their name, even though they're taking shots at you. Right. It's just an amazing set of, you know, implied law mm-hmm. uh, that, that exists at the moment. Uh, if you give me the choice of being that person who's shitting on me or being the person in, in the arena... Who gets shit on? I mean, it's it's not even a. Is it a choice for anybody? I mean, it, I mean, when you lay it out, and that's right. that, and that's that's just how I view it. So it's, so it's again. If I had a choice, would I prefer not to deal with it? Yeah, I suppose. But I realize this is what comes with it. I do. I it goes back to something, and it wouldn't be limited to the journalism school communications. I don't know anybody who is in the public eye. The tough thing now is a lot of people who weren't having any interest in being in the public eye they somebody can hold up a phone post it and all of a sudden they find themselves in the public eye take right. a pick of oh whomever God. over the years yeah. and they go viral and now they got to issue a statement and an apology and the apology automatically is shit on and the people in these apologies you know the apology is never good enough it's never going to go well i can just i can i can we can fast forward for you i've had <laughs> to do the apology thing i know the whole song and dance it never is good enough people love being able to like just shit on you on social media from anonymous names and watch somebody that they initially perceived as being up on a pedestal and now they're begging for now they're on their knees begging for you and looking up at you that i believe is the the psychology of it 
Um, but with regards to the, the, the negativity that comes with it, it's just it's the, it's the cost of doing business. And I think it would be really helpful if it can be at least talked about at schools, high schools too, for that matter, um, because this is, this is what comes with it. And I don't think it's what came with it in the 70s, 80s, and 90s um, when people were coming up. Because you might have got, like, if you got a, like, I, I told the story about Gabe getting the phone call when it came off the anchor desk at KOMU. I'm like, oh, we got a phone call. Well, shit, you get the equivalent to, like, a thousand phone calls oh a day God. now. Yeah, post a link to your sportscast on Twitter right. and see what happens. And, and it just, it just, it's just, it's the way that it, it works. But that was a big deal to get a phone call complaint mm-hmm. and how much weight that could carry. Uh, and so to legitimize these things by acknowledging them only empowers them. And that's why I'm just like, okay, it exists. I know it exists. If I fuck up, nobody's going to be harder on me than me. Right. The thing that's tough now is you can fuck up on accident, and the accident can be attributed to underlying evil intent Mm -hmm. and that is something that social media exacerbates gasoline on the fire and then people just wait to find out that the person has been fired not suspended but fired hence what has become known as cancel culture which i think has now become a buzzword more than more than what the actual process is um and so that is the thing that i find to be still legitimately um the right was scary i guess that i could misspeak or somebody i'm working with could misspeak and then we're all yeah we're blamed right. for it and just and then it doesn't matter and there's no it's not like well hold on a second let me listen to the segment well let me see how this person's conducted themselves it, it doesn't matter you're just you're you're gone right. and uh god i feel like there was something here recently where somebody was writing about or talking about the process has been the process for, oh, it was the Northwestern football situation, which is something that I'm still keeping my eye on because I still think something smells off with that. Still think so. I could be all, by the way, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's these Northwestern players. It's a, it's, it's, you were probably too young for the Duke lacrosse thing. Are you familiar uh, with that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think there was a 30 for 30 uh, on it. One of the best ones I've ever done. That's what I was about to say. And if memory serves, it was one of the best ones. I just remember, I was, I mean, in hell. I wasn't as young as you are now, but I was in my 20s when that all happened. And I remember, this was pre-social media. God, imagine the social media. Because it had every, everything. It had everything. Oh, yeah. You know. Class. 100% class, race, somebody yeah. wanting power, the DA in whatever county, you know, Durham. Durham, yeah. Uh, and I just remember going, something's off with this. Yeah. I just can tell something's off with this. But it was very unpopular to say something's off with this. Go, oh, what are you, racist? You right. know, and then that's 2006. Right. And I'm just watching this. I'm like, okay, Northwestern and Duke are kind of in the same Very little, similar. there you get the same kind of hatred thing going. High schools, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just going, and now you can't, these Northwestern guys are not giving up. They're going, this is, they're, they're going, you know, we know this guy. And we know what actually really happened. And you initially were just going to suspend him. And then there was no new report. And then you fired him. Why'd you fire him? And I know, well, I don't say I know. I'm very confident what happened, social media pressure. 
That's how these things happen. That's the way shit goes down. And people say, isn't this good? That we No, because there's no process. One of the greatest things about the United States is a trial by jury of your peers right. with a chance to defend yourself. That's just not the way that it works. Innocent until proven guilty. 100%. It's, it's the opposite now. And then when you find out that you are innocent, no, people have stopped. They've tuned out. Exactly right. Duke Lacrosse being a prime example. Kevin Spacey recently. Hey, look, it's Tim siding with Kevin Spacey. My, my wife, we were watching American Beauty, one of my favorites. I assume that would be good yeah. on goodorbad.com. It is. Oh, it's not great, though, I can tell. It's good. It's good. It's good. I like American Beauty a lot. I remember the first time watching Finish it. Finish it off. Finish off the take. I mean, I think that the there symbolism is. is a little overboard at some points, but I still think it's great. What is the symbolism in American Beauty? Oh, the roses everywhere. I mean, the scene yeah, where I, he like, I fantasizes the, about yeah, the, the right. I, I got to tell you, just watching it now for the first time, and it's almost 25 years old now, uh, and I l- remember walking. I saw it in Little Rock. It was my, you know, my first TV job, and I was down there with my girlfriend at the time, and we watched it. And I, I walked out of the air, God, that was a great fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And now watching it, and we're watching it with, like, Kevin Spacey and Mila Kunis. Right. Not Mila Kunis, Mina Savari. Right. Uh, from American Pie fame. Yeah. Being the, the object, and now being, like, the dad in his 40s, you look at it much differently. And then also the roses, I agree. It's uh, a little, it's like. Like, what, what, the, what was the need for that? I wonder what the, but is that the name of the flower? Is that yeah, that, it was overt symbolism to American, literally American beauty and that whole scene of the idea of idealized American beauty and domestic bliss when really your husband's up there staring at the cheerleader, you know, because the wife always decorates the house yeah, with the roses. Right. And it's like really ah, overt God, symbol. Th- it's, it's the, speaks volumes. Now we didn't finish the film. It got to 10 o'clock and I'm so hopped up on pills. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're drooling. But I said, my wife goes, God, isn't this creepy with Kevin Spacey and, and then on top of it, with everything that happened, I go, by the way, do you know that he, I mean, he actually stood and, and, and issued a statement, you know, thanking his attorneys and the judge. And, and he's done. Yeah. But he did, you know, he was acquitted. Mm-hmm. And accounts, but you're bringing that up, you're exactly right. The takedown is a hundred times worse than the, yeah. the, the lifting up of the acquittal. So with that all said... How I got on Duke Lacrosse and Kevin Spacey, I have no idea. I didn't leave the gingerbread crumbs to find my way back. Do you recall? Fuck, I don't know. Fuck. I guess it all go back to social media. Well, I mean, Duke Lacrosse was pre-social media, yeah. but um, but yeah. that same idea of 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 being in uh, guilty before being right. Innocent, oh, that, that you, can, the you can accidentally yeah. and you're yeah you're gone, and that's what was going on with that thing. And I I saw the same thing going on with Northwestern. Now I don't know. All I know is. If you were caught, and these guys, you know, you went to Northwestern, and now you're in your 40s and 50s, there is a good chance things have gone all right for you. And you are signing these letters, putting your name on it, and adamant about it, and really irritated by it. I just, that, you know, it's a different deal. Things don't add up. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if if you're really guilty... But oftentimes, the only people who can really have a true defense are the people who are in their 40s and 50s and have a resume like they went to Northwestern, not Northwestern exclusive. But see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you came from a rough background, whatever that background might be, and you were accused of something. How many people are going to write letters to people in power on your behalf and sign them? 
to try to help you out. And if they are your peers and they also have a rough background, that weight will be a lot less than a group of 70 guys who most likely have done well for themselves since they went to Northwestern and played football at Northwestern. Do you see what I am yes. saying? Right. That carries a little more punch, and it certainly gets more attention. Yeah. Uh, and so my point being, a lot of people are wrongfully accused of shit. At the same time, people who may be wrongfully accused, their trial can unfortunately be a conviction by their jury or their peers in a court of law. In this case, it is a trial on social media and a conviction by public opinion or by likes. And I think that that is what happened with Northwestern. That is my theory as to what has gone on here because they got the full report and he was going to be suspended for two games. And then over the weekend, there's social media pressure that it's not enough. Yeah, it was like almost like a little trial run. And then, and then there were the student paper has more, and then he's gone. And, and then now you have a bunch of people saying, this isn't right, this isn't right, this isn't right. And, uh, and then how many people have stepped forward now to, to sue, and it's just off the rails, and they fired their baseball coach. And those the kinds of stories, God, you sent me something else that we kind of did a deep dive on. What was it? You'll see the constant threat on this. I feel like it was from last weekend. A link you sent me. God, what was it? And then I started looking. Oh, the Tommy Pham thing oh, in yeah. San Diego. Yeah. Yep. Guy posts a video of the former Cardinal. Coincidentally, of course, it starts middle of the diatribe. Yep. And then he goes, I, Tommy Pham is really angry. He's, you know, he's yelling at me and my buddy and my buddy. You know, he gives players trouble, but he always does it in a good-natured way. And right. the Tommy Pham, I really hope he gets the help he needs. And right there, I immediately just go, okay, you know, let's shove him right in the middle. I mean, that's the insta-call right there. If you really are concerned about somebody's well-being, you don't post a video of them at a low point on social media. Exactly. And there's a period at the end of the sentence. That's it. If you want to get them taken out, you post a video of them on social media at their low point. And that's it. And there is no gray area on that. And so once I saw that, I know that this guy is not representing himself in good faith and also not representing Tommy Pham in the situation in good faith. Right. And so once you sent me the link, I mean, it's a Sunday night. And I'm sitting at dinner. I mean, granted, dinners with the family with a one-year-old and six-year-old are different than, you know, you know, sitting there with a 20-year-old. But I'm just, I read the link, and then I'm like, I got to look. I'll let me scroll back on this guy's Twitter timeline and make sure that it is what I expect. Kind of like when we get a text on TMA, and I'm like, I have a feeling I know if I scroll back on the history yep. that this guy is a good one. Yep. And sure enough, I mean, this guy's... You know, he's exactly he's he's exactly what you would think. It's 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 amazing, and it's not because we're soothsayers here. It's we've seen enough of it to right. know the behavioral patterns, patterns and trends, patterns yeah, right. and trends. Yeah, and there's you know, oftentimes they're God fearing and got their skip scripture quote, and some of the meanest motherfuckers you'll ever come across, all behind a dog avatar or the American flag, which for some reason has been hijacked by people who represent the apos- absolute antithesis of the ideals of the founding of the United States, but whatever, that is 2023 at the moment. And I'm just like, okay. And why I dug into it, I don't know, but I did. And, you know, this guy is an angry, you know, older man. I mean, not older, probably younger than me, but older guy, you know, trying to take Tommy Pham out. Right. Because he was the one player who reacted when his buddy was talking all the shit. Right. And Tommy Pham turned around and said Hey, that's not like I'm right. not gonna right. deal with that. Yeah, and and, and why did he have the phone up to get the video? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. this stuff's so obvious to me. Right. But 
but I also know it's, it's obvious to me because I'm on this side of it. And if you're not on this side of it, it's tough to like, if I, there's a religion I'd like to preach, it's like the religion of awareness of how your minds are being manipulated by this poisonous bullshit. And in the whole scheme of things, has it affected me or my income or you or your, your income? No, but we're still sitting ducks. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just a matter of somebody framing something, you know, and going, well, this is what happened. And then you get the, it's like a picture in the New York Post. You know, if it's somebody they like, the person will look wonderful. It's somebody they don't like, it'll be the most unflattering look, unflattering right. image. And it works so perfectly well. It's crazy. Some of the things I see on the New York Post, if someone's going through a divorce, it is they are the the topic du jour of the of this. Like Sofia Vergara is a lot of times right sure, now in New York Post. Clicks. She's like a divorce. I just remember, I mean, my my example of becoming aware. I'm not saying this was the first one. Was CNN with Sarah Palin, mm-hmm. who, you know, from my standpoint, is the founding father of where we are in 2023. But I actually would attribute it more to John McCain because he normalized the, you know ignorance mm-hmm. uh by bringing it onto the ticket but then you know more than a year after that election cnn every day would have a headline on sarah palin why are you writing about this lady she's i don't even know what the fuck she's doing now right but you're writing about it. why because people would click on it because they were obsessed with her so of course it's donald trump now yep. uh and and you know i don't know who the hell it is elsewhere i guess biden or hunter biden most likely uh so that's the game so you got to write about it so now as far as like the people magazine kind of shit new york post shit it's britney spears divorce it's sophia vergara's divorce it's tom brady and uh giselle and bradley cooper's ex yeah so it's you know but why because people click on it people didn't click on it you wouldn't get it yep yeah, they uh, always look like shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> a negative. thing. But, like... but I also, I, I believe that, you know, one of the parties in the divorce get the, you know, have yeah. them on the payroll. Yeah. And then, so they will be pro, they will be glamorous in their photos and the stories will be told through their eyes or their attorney's eyes. And then the person who isn't on the payroll, they will look like, you know. Ben Affleck for, <laughs> that, a, you want to talk about a guy nice who's play. been un, unflatteringly yeah. represented yeah. by papers. It's oh Ben Affleck. And, like, I, I guess people know, but maybe they don't, that, you know, that these pictures that are supposedly out with people, I mean, they're set up. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if people Call know. Call paparazzi on yourself. Right. Well, yeah, but that is, that's, yeah, I mean, that's that's an older lyric. But, yeah, that's that's that, that's what... That's how it works. Oh, I was that's, just thinking of the song lyric, but you're right. Yeah, I'm about to call the paparazzi on yeah. myself. Yeah, Otis, Hove. But that's Easy. what people yeah. do, and then they pretend like right. they're pissed they call, off. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it's just... If I was a paparazzi, like, I, be like, you called me, motherfucker. Like, I don't know, like, because in a way, kind of the system benefits me, but I just feel like it's... I feel like it's caused such a regression for... I don't know if it's for everywhere, but for the United States, and I... And maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I see it, and I'm like I see the manipulation of the minds, and then I see sometimes our listeners participating in the bait, mm-hmm. and unknowingly so, and I go, God, don't I just want to shake everyone? Don't you see why you think what you think? Here, let me trace it back for you. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit in the name of profit, for a news outlet or social media. And and then it leads to belief systems that were the byproduct of the bullshit. I mean, Ron DeSantis, for example, 
I mean, he's the governor of Florida. And I got to tell you something. You won't hear me say it too often, but I agree with Donald Trump. Whoever is the governor of Florida is going to be in a good spot if they were the governor of Florida in 2020. Yeah. It was a great place to be. Right. So Ron DeSantis' whole movement was based on just being like the anti-woke guy. And that works because that gets attention, but it only works so much because eventually you have to have some semblance of something more than that. Right. There has to be some meat on the bone. Right. And I believe that is why his campaign is having real issues. That in the time that he announced that he was going to be, you know, run for president, it, the feed didn't work on Twitter. That certainly was a problem. But uh, there has to be more than that. And and we've seen that before with other candidates over the years that they, there was a, all this momentum. And then the time came for whatever it was, Iowa, or to actually run a campaign. Rudy Giuliani would be one. Uh, Howard Dean on the Democratic side was leading, and then he went nuts in a speech and screamed, and then people go, oh, my God, what in the hell is this? You know, uh, that I see it, and I go, I mean, if you go, fucking do it, <laughs> foxnews.com right now. I mean, like, as you might imagine, I didn't get a chance to look at it before the program. So, right. And I already know what it's going to be. I already know what it's going to be. And then I'll go to CNN.com. We occasionally do this on the podcast. CNN, I can guess what it would be. Fox, I'm not positive. Some probably some about Hunter Biden's right, on the top. Here we go. Top uh, story. Trump lawyers hit back. Hit yeah, back. Right. Okay. Right. Empire now, see, I know back. what. The, do, you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I see that right away. I go, but the, the hit back is he's fighting. Right. Positive. And the picture of him is he's walking and looking. Right. Pres- it's not the mugshot. Not the mugshot. The hit back after judge sets trial date smack in the middle of election chaos. Yeah. So now it looks like it's, he's it's being something's against him. I mean, okay, so that's, let's see, let's see, uh, the one next, Dem- Democratic plan to force hotels to house the homeless under fire by supportive union advocates. Okay. So there's no context <laughs> left out of that headline. Uh, let's see. Sinister health scare gripping the nation forces officials to issue dire warning. Uh, that draws back the memories of COVID, which, of course, uh, that works. Um... Uh, Joe the plumber, who famously confronted Obama on campaign trail dead, in quotes, honorable man. He confronted Barack Obama, so. Uh, squad, my boy, they love the squad on Fox News. Yep. This, this. Multicultural. Group of, yeah, this group, relatively speaking, irrelevant. Right. Progressive, multicultural. Right. Uh, who have no chance of actually really getting things done, but, you know, it's the face of. You know, it's like like liberals being consumed by, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. Uh, squad member fires back at GOP hopeful, calling her grand wizard of modern KKK. Uh, and then finally, bakery in Dem-run city, Democratic-run city, that touts inclusivity discriminates openly against cops. There you go. I, I, mean, I just that's, I, like, I, that's like a mad lib. But of, I mean, it's, it's it's like it's so it's so in it. But it works because it taps into those in fear of the great replacement theory. So let's go to CNN.com. What what before I even click? Top enter. will be the indictment. Okay. And then to the trial date being set. Yeah, yeah. Top will be that, and then kind of. What else? I'm trying to think of what. Uh, it will it'll be Trump. There it is. That, we, we hit the nail on the head. I mean, I thought it was, amusing. It was a pretty easy Trump trial set for one day. Uh, he looks grumpy. Uh, they have the one of him with no chin. They yeah. often use that one. Yeah, him, like, yeah. yelling with no chin. Uh, let's see. 
they lay out their site differently. Uh, also, tropical there. storm Idalia prompts evacuations along Florida's Gulf Coast ahead of, uh, let's see, Hannah Montana actor arrested for alleged public intoxication and theft. That's the top story. Adele stops Las Vegas show to tell security to leave a fan alone. I mean, these are, this is see, this this is TMZ though. Right. This yeah. is, I mean, Hannah Montana actor Mitchell Musso. Musso. Yeah, I remember him. Okay. Well, he it's, gets, he's right there next to the former president's indictment date, or pinched. trial date, uh, for alleged pl- public intoxication. Adele stopping a Las Vegas show to tell security to leave fan alone. Um, this sport has the smallest gender pay gap. gap. Here's what it got right. Just, I mean, it's just... It's just Play the hits. Uh, have this talk with your parents now to reduce heartache later. Dylan Mulvaney wins breakout creator at Streamy Awards, calls out transphobia. The parents hiking America's longest trails with five kids. Uh, see what happens when woman finds bear cubs stuck in a plastic jug. Now we're talking. That's someone. Now that, that appeals to everybody. Gorilla makes heartwarming breakthrough with new mom. And I will ask a rhetorical question of our audience now. Do you believe any of the headlines I just read Minus, I would say, the trial of a former president. But the thing is, I know some people say oh, it's a bullshit trial, so no, it doesn't have relevance. Do any of the headlines I read from either site have any impact on your life? Without the obvious exception, no. And that is the for-profit media business that is the worm that is poisoning so many people. And that is why I look at it. And, and it's so, it's like, if you go write the headlines, I, don't, I, would, I think I would have been able to do them. I wouldn't have been able to guess, like, CNN's People Magazine shit. Mm-hmm. Certainly would have had Trump everywhere. And it's, you know, it's... Yeah. Former it president was like a bingo card, 4th, like Squad would be in there. Yeah. yeah. I've kind of forgotten about him. Dylan Mulvaney. That's another God, bingo. God, it can't go wrong. Yeah. Demwood Cities. Yeah, Demlet City. Which city has the Republican mayor, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a major American city. Yeah. So then people go, well, that's why they're all in terrible shit. And around and around we go. And, just, and I feel badly because it's only going to get worse. And I don't know what will change it. So I occasionally like to call. This is, this, this is what stimulates me. This is the stuff that stimulates me. I'm not talking about it from a standpoint of Fox News is wrong and CNN is right or CNN is wrong and Fox News is right. I'm not talking. I'm talking about the manipulation of those in their bubbles. How many Fox News readers go? Let me see what's doing on CNN. How many CNN readers go? Let me see what's doing on Fox News. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you're just in your echo chamber, and then that's where you get your quote-unquote facts from, and it becomes what we have and it really it makes me sad is one thing uh but it's not it makes it makes me really pessimistic actually because i don't know how you get out of the hole because the hole is making so much money for those who are able to produce the content and here we are uh and like i said i don't know how it gets better and that's why i think uh winter is coming winter is coming and i think this one's going to be even more harsh than 2020 which is really saying something because let's talk about 2020 for uh for years to come another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, all right, uh, Jackson. Yeah, I think we, I think we did it. God, I'm sorry. I'm doing? trying to also join uh, this uh, fancy football draft. Yeah, you were left ESPN, out of. And I'm being told I have to do it immediately. PK is getting fired up. So I'm. Oh, wow. uh, so it's. Uh, oh, this must be directly to you. Me and Matt Rocky. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. That'll do it for QFTA. I'm welcome. I welcome anything and everything. Piss me off. Now up to $150. I'm going to cap it there. So do you think you're going to like out like last me until it gets to a point where it's like 15 grand? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see your email inbox if it was, you're offering up 15 grand. We're capping at 150. Team McKernan at InsideSTL.com, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com, or just an erotic story. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, TheHomeLoanExpert.com. That's the great Ryan Kelly. Thank you to James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, online at CarltonInsurance.net. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314. Uh, what is his number? I just was going off the top of my head. EvergreenSTL.com, 314-889-0503. Yes, that's it. Uh, Design Air Heating and Cooling, the great Seth Goldcamp, DesignAirService.com, and uh, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. It's Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganess, St. Louis Acura.com, Alton Toyota.com. There it is, QFTA in the books for August 28th, 2023. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. This has been the Tim McKernan Show.